Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> you sound amazing. Okay. You sound good. Great. Thank you. Okay. I nope. have um, roofers at home. So I am currently in the Old Town Ink Lab space and it's it's just me. So hopefully there won't be any interruptions and hopefully it sounds well. Yes, you sound good. Yay. Hi. Hey. Hi. Welcome to It's the Elizabeth podcast. Um, yes. Yes. We took a little break for the holidays because they get crazy and family and stuff like that. And uh, me and my grandma both got COVID. <laughs> so uh, that was fun. What a way to wrap up the year. <laughs> yeah, what, what a way to wrap up 2022. 20, After right? being diligently careful for three years. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Finally had to partake in what everyone is going on about. Yeah. Yeah. I got a very mild case. Um, my grandma took the Pfizer pills. Uh, which, if you're wondering how they taste, uh, her review is they taste disgusting, <laughs> and they are quite big. <laughs> um, but yeah, she only lost, I think, her smell and all that. So that's amazing. Um, yeah. I Drew's dad also got COVID, and he is at the ripe age of 93. And also took the the medication. Thank you, science, again, for all you've yes. done for us. And yes. Has rebounded really well. But I think it's just, we've talked about this so many times, but I think it's just those secondary infections, too, that yeah. really creep in, like, pneumonia and stuff. Yeah. And I'm guessing, I heard online, which, take with a grain of salt, <laughs> uh, that there's, like, there's new stuff to COVID or something I think it's definitely going to continue to kind of mutate and change with us um, and then hopefully get weaker and weaker and then just become very manageable so yeah let's cross our fingers (laughs) yeah I think we've already made so much progress again thanks to vaccines and science and everyone who has been so diligent for so long I know a lot of people fell off that track quite a bit ago yeah (laughs) so just get your vaccine and booster and you'll be fine (laughs) I especially think the bivalent booster for me personally was just really easy I had very few side effects it was the easiest one for me personally yeah all right so should we do like Happy peppy news, or should we just go in to two uh, crazy stuff? Should we do Brittany or Pam? Ooh, maybe we should give our audience a little happy news, seeing we just ruminated on COVID for a few minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, in happy news, it was announced uh, on Selena Gomez's TikTok and Instagram and her other social medias that Meryl Streep is joining the cast of Only Murders in the Building, season three. Clapping, clapping, clapping. Amazing. Yes, I am interested in who she's playing. I hope she's not the killer. (laughs) 
<laughs> she would be good if she was, but yeah, I'm I'm, I'm kind of hoping. But um, all I have to say is Selena, step it up, <laughs> step it up, because when you're in a scene with Meryl, you go for it. I was gonna say that is a very intimidating coworker. <laughs> yeah, like she she'll probably be nice like when they're not like doing a scene, but as soon as the director yells action, it's like. I'm three-time Academy Award winner Meryl Streep. For sure. <laughs> yep. She's going to go. Hopefully she'll go method. Yeah, I know. I'm very curious. But also, uh, Paul Rudd, who is Yay. starring Ant-Man and the Wasp's Quantum Realm, which comes out uh, Valentine's Day week. <laughs> okay. Awesome. So, and I will be going to it. Yay. I will be. That will be my first time going back to a movie theater. <laughs> Date night. Yep. Kenny will be going with me and uh, in a podcast, we'll have a review about it. So Awesome. I yeah. always come to Elizabeth first to see what I should be watching or not wasting my time with. Yeah. <laughs> Trusted yeah. source. <laughs> yeah. We were going to do... Um, we were going to go see, we were debating on what movie to see. And it was between that or uh, Cocaine Bear, what? which is based on a true story. <laughs> you should what? go see the trailer. You should see the trailer. It's basically this like drug dealer like crashes and like the bear sees the cocaine and snorts it. What? Yeah, it's just one of those. You need to see the trailer to kind of get it, but it looked really funny. So Kenny is going to go with to see that one with his brother. So words that I don't think would end up in the same sentence. Yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy. So I wonder if it's going to do good or do bad. That's what I'm wondering. Well, Liz, you know I've been asking for new content because I'm a little tired of all these remakes, and so I guess the best they could come up with was Cocaine Bear is my new content. It's 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 like oh this is new. And now we're just pulling together disparate items as new content. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's movie news. Um, in world tour news, Beyonce announced yes. her, uh, her Renaissance world tour. And if any of my family members are listening, she is playing in San Francisco in September. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Uh, so um, Levi Stadium, I think that's what it's called. Um, and if you want to know where to get me, just get me four floor seats so I can bring Kenny, Nicole okay. <laughs> Kata, and Rondi. <laughs> Packing our bags, packing our Levi's. (laughs) Do we have a sense of how astronomically expensive and totally worth those tickets are? Um, they are probably going to be close to a thousand dollars. Ooh, each. Yeah. I had to ask that dumb question. Forgive me. Yeah. Wow. I'm I'm guessing. I haven't looked because I just don't want to have my heart broken. Sure. Sure. And um, people, um, like I've gotten some videos of people talking about how they're going to figure out how to pay their bills 
but go see Beyonce in concert. And um, I think it's time for celebrities, entertainers, like musicians and stuff to um, finally kind of lower those ticket prices. Um. Or could we even have like a raffle? Could we have like a couple, you know, maybe for every thousand dollar ticket you're bringing in, could we have like one in 10 be like a raffle to those of us that don't have that kind of money? (laughs) Or maybe start playing in smaller places, maybe going to places that you probably wouldn't go to, you know, do a smaller version of the tour and then do a bigger version of the tour. I don't know. Because there there were rumors that she was going to do that. (coughs) She was going to do small places first in Europe because I think they have more theaters there and she was going to do a massive world tour that was like one of the rumors so but we also this is a this is a worldwide tour yes for her album renaissance so she's playing two nights in LA in California if anyone's wondering What was the country, forgive me, I don't remember, what was the country that leaked the album a little early? Is she going to punish them and not visit? Uh, France. France, that's right. I think I saw France on there. I need to have it in my face. But yeah, I think she's going to go there. So she might turn to double. (laughs) Yes, that's the, the French tax on that one. Yeah. But um, we're still, and still no word on the visual album, like the visuals to go with the Renaissance album. I cannot wait. That has been, as a visual artist, that has been my favorite development with my relationship with Beyonce. Yeah. Like, I kind of have, like, a feeling, like, the choreography is going to be amazing and stuff like that. But I just... I don't know. I I hope with like uh break my soul, mm-hmm. she does like drag queens and stuff like that because it feels like a very like song we hear at a drag show. I don't know. Oh sure, yeah. You know, I just feel like for everyone who thinks that Beyonce is just kind of another run of the mill pop artist and there's not a lot of depth to the songs or to the concepts, it's yeah. It's just completely the opposite. I mean, even the album art with the references to like Lady Godiva. I mean, she's just such a smart, well-researched, just yes. so thoughtful artist. Truly. And plus she's been doing this for a long time. So she kind of knows what fans want from her and sure. stuff. But um, I think we might, this is one of my theory she may release the visuals when she does number two. Can I have them both come out at, all at once? I don't know. But so, but um, hey, Beyonce, if you're listening, we're all big fans. <laughs> we really are. Yes. <laughs> so send them on down. Um, but in awesome, kind of awesome news, I don't know if it's really going to happen. Um, the Spice Girls are rumored to perform at king charles's coronation wow he has a good relationship with all of them they helped with the prince's trust and so on and so forth and prince william is friends with david beckham and victoria beckham so i could see it happening 
Okay. I mean, there is certainly a true. I mean, the '90s are undeniably having a moment. We are yeah. seeing that across all platforms, and so yes. I feel like that would be like a really fun throwback for such a, you know, seemingly austere kind of occasion to just have the Spice Girls, which. Yeah, and they're kind of having like a people getting into the moment right now because um, their sound has kind of been used on TikTok a little bit. So that makes perfect sense to me. It just feels like the breath of fresh air and lightness that we need to return to before so many tragedies happened around us. Yeah. Uh, And. So, um, Netflix users, um, if you are sharing your password with your family, um, get ready because if you are not, I'm guessing the main person, if you don't live in the house with the main person and using their Wi-Fi, they're going to get you out for 30 days. And then you'll be let back in and then they're going to start charging people. So okay, I did hear about the charging and like they're yeah. kind of cracking down on it, and so they're using kind of like the like the Wi-Fi address you're logging into. Yeah, or... like the main person, like the person who's paying for the account. Yes, they're seeing that, and then they're going to kick you out for thirty days. So I don't know if I have to warn some of my family <laughs> about I, it. So. I, like it's a good PSA to everyone for yeah. sure. I know a lot of us in general have subscriptions that we don't keep a close eye on and if you're that main yeah Netflix provider you might be getting an additional bill kind of sneaking in for your yeah, relatives I, I, that you're sharing I, I, with. My grandma about it and because my grandma's the main person and we let my aunt my brother and my cousin use it for her kids so I'll have to let them know. And I feel like my Liz, brother already knows. Yeah. I might have to let my aunt and my cousin know. Are the price points going to change now that they... Yes, they are. Um, for, um, um, for like premium, it is $20. For the middle, I think it's 15 And for the cheap one, it has gone up to, I think, 10 so, and what is the, like, what do some of the tiers include? Is it, like, early access? Or, um, I mean, please, please don't say commercials. One is, one is definitely commercials. They are adding that in. There was a rumor that they were. Um, I'm just going to say this. This might change because uh, Netflix has been getting a lot of heat for it. So, they might change the whole tone and might go, you can do it. And stuff, so. Mm. Yeah, I saw a clip online of a news anchor pretty much calling him out saying, you know, there's like 17 million other streaming services out there now. You're not the top dog anymore, so you don't have that much control. So reel it in or whatever. So I I think for so many of us that have, you know, kind of left uh, regular television years ago and have just been using streaming services, it is so excruciating to watch commercials again. Like, yeah. it's just really hard to get back in that flow. And I think we've talked about this before. It's like, if you want to throw one before or after an episode, maybe like... Like at know, the start of it. Then. Yeah, Probably. at the start of it. 
That's my problem yeah, with yeah. Hulu is Hulu has and YouTube. They put like commercials at like the weirdest por- portions of the video sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yeah. on Hulu they wait till like the scene is over and like how like normal commercials would go on TV then they cut. Yeah. But when we would watch the Kardashians, there we would be like they would be in a conversation and then boom, we would get like a commercial. Oh my gosh. So, I think for me too, it's just a little hard like I don't sit down and watch like a ton of content each night and like yeah. normally I'm like okay like I'm gonna sit down and watch only murders in the building I've got 30 minutes but with the commercials I'm just like okay I wanted to actually get to bed like 30 minutes ago but like this episode is still dragging out because of all the commercial content. yeah that's the one that's thing part of my challenge yeah the one thing I will say about Hulu is they do give you hey if you watch this commercial you'll get like one episode of no commercials Okay. If you watch like a long uh, commercial, which is like a minute, I'm like kind of a perk. I'm fine with that. But Kenny has figured out if you watch an entire season of a show and you continue to watch it, like a show that has a lot of seasons, they at some points don't give you commercials. I feel like I haven't crossed that threshold yet because I was hoping that when I was um, streaming all of my only murders in the building, that that would kind of start to kick in and now I still got a a pretty solid amount of commercials but his you know I wonder if his algorithm is a little different too because of like his family and a lot more hours viewing content in general on the platform who knows I think probably has to do with seasons because he was it was only on one show he got it on Um, and it was ridiculous and they have multiple of seasons so and it happened with me because I watch a lot of Murder SVU and I watched the old ones and it did happen with me a couple of times okay. where I would get less episode, like less commercials. Like I would get one at the start and then at the end, but. That's yeah. amazing. I mean, I'm a big fan of the Spotify commercial kind of formula where it's like, at least start out by like, watch this commercial and get 30 minutes uninterrupted. Just something yeah. like that. Just like, we understand how the world works. Ads pay for programming. Like, we get it. Yeah. But it just needs to be like a little less invasive. Yeah. And, I, and I've said like, have one at the start, have one at the end. You're a hundred percent. You have my way per usual. <laughs> yeah. So that's Netflix. So I wouldn't be surprised if we start hearing Netflix stock has gone down. People are canceling more. I wouldn't be surprised if we hear that and then an automatic undoing of it. So, will that happen? Um, And also, um, very stupid of her to do this. So, Kylie Jenner had a birthday party for her baby, um, her son, Air, um, who she showed his face, finally. So, if you want to go look at that, it's on her socials uh did a birthday party and she's getting criticized for having an astro themed birthday party and fans are calling her out rightfully so um fans are calling the decoration um used uh tasteless for the victims of the fatal crowd uh crush crash um what happened at astro world festival with travis scott and it's there's still a court case going on uh, oh wow uh everyone's blaming everyone and so basically the decoration is of the face of the baby 
and the mouth open. So if you look at like Travis Scott's album cover for Astroworld, that's what it is. Oh, and okay. so she used it. And I, it, the question is, why would you think it would be a good time? Just because it's not in the news anymore. It's just real. That was that was just a bad move. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. So there's still no. I haven't found any updates about it, but the lawsuits are still happening, and so. Yep. We always rely on the Kardashians to do the stupid things. Yeah. Either completely (laughs) ignore better advice or to have a just entire staff of yes men just agreeing with whatever they propose. Yes. And also there are rumors people are believing this has been confirmed by her, but um, Corey Gambit and Kris Jenner might have broken up. For those of you who do not know is Chris's boyfriend who she started dating right after she broke up with Caitlyn Jenner and he has not gotten along with the family um the only one who he has gotten along with has been Kylie and um to me it's a little sussed because in an episode it's called Palm Springs Brawl on Keeping Up if you want to know um he goes when Kylie's getting ready she's like in a robe doing her hair and he comes in there and he says when you're not here something's off and and then at one point he's like following her around the house at some point and then um pretty much Kendall is going back with her and she she wants to get home a little early, which is totally fine. Um, but Corey's kind of like trying to kick her out of the car every time, so he can be alone with Kylie. So I don't know. <laughs> okay. It's just like, it's it's weird. So, and there has been rumors that he has cheated on Chris multiple times. So, oh. who who knows? <laughs> and he was photographed at a. Sorry, go for it. Oh, no, no, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, well, he was, like, photographed at a Lakers game with a bottle of wine. Oh. Okay. <laughs> not, not where I imagine most people just drinking from a, a nice bottle of wine, but okay. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, so it's, it's very insane. I so. just saw Chris pop up in my, like, Instagram culture feed um, officiating the wedding between Ellen and Portia. Yeah, kind of like yeah. renewing their vows sort of yeah. things. And I thought like, what is their connection? I thought that was just it felt really left field for me but like, I don't yeah. know their history. Well, they've been they're, they've been friends for a while. Okay. And also, if for our royal fans, Megan and Harry were there. What? Yeah, they were there as well, which is kind of crazy because there have been, like, a lot of celebrity, like, events, and they're never invited. And recently, it was um, Oprah's birthday. Right. And Chris was invited. Kim was invited. Ashley Tisdale, for all my high school musical people, was invited. J-Lo was there. Gail King was there. And a whole bunch of other celebrities were there. Megan wasn't there. So people are kind of wondering if 
they're kind of on the outs with a lot of the main celebrities because of Harry's book and how damaging they kind of are when you really look at it. Either that or they're just completely exhausted from hearing from him and they have to just avoid him for a while. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So much so that uh, Jimmy Kimmel, I haven't, uh, there's a clip. Um, In Harry's autobiography, he talks about getting frostbite on his tiny wing and he used Elizabeth Arden cream because a friend told him to use it and said it would be good for its frostbite. And he said, as soon as he opened it, the smell reminded him of his mother. Oof. And so, yeah, that's, it's, it's very, it feels very Norman Beatty. Like we're going to, like at some point, Archie, when he gets like really old or he's going to walk into the room and like Harry's going to be wearing a Diana style wig, sitting in a rocking chair, <laughs> rolling back. But um, just piecing the parts of that puzzle together, it's like, who has experienced frost? Who other have experienced frostbite on their penis and know the solution, which is like a women's cosmetic brand? Like that's just already like a bit of a mystery. And yeah. then like, if well, you have that connection, keep it to yourself. Why are you yeah. sharing that? That is that's so what a lot personal. Yeah. So Jimmy Kimmel did a joke about it. By making a children's book about hit him and his wang. I haven't seen the whole clip, but I've I've seen a picture of it where they show it on the screen and it's Harry and his wang and Diana in the clouds. Oh, no. <laughs> so people are like, he's kind of painting Diana's Diana's image a little bit by by doing that. I could see that as a like adult coloring book kind of laughable. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a joke. <laughs> but also, um, he has kind of pissed off um, uh, Al-Qaeda um, by bragging about murdering 25 uh, soldiers on in Afghanistan when he was there and pretty much saying they were like chess pieces. And so gross. even with the full context, it doesn't make it right. Mm-mm. in my head because he's kind of now put a target on a lot of British soldiers back now um, and also there's fear for the Invictus Games which are coming up I think in the spring or the summer in okay. Germany so now they're kind of getting freaked out that they might get hit right? some sort of way by them and Al-Qaeda has called Harry a war criminal <gasps> And he went on Stephen Colbert to double down. He blamed the British media saying it was them saying he was glorifying it, saying that they, that he was glorifying it. It was actually soldiers and uh, family service people who were kind of calling him out on it a lot more and saying he did it to lessen the suicide oh of soldiers. And what? that's how you do it. Wow. How you do it, Harry. Um, why not use your millions of dollars and put it into getting help for soldiers and stuff like that instead of preaching to them. So, And I think one thing we've talked about before too, just so our listeners catch up with a lot of our conversations. Yeah. Is that like 
That is so uncommon to outside of like fellow soldiers and colleagues to like have those kinds of statements to the public. It feels incredibly disrespectful. It feels just incredibly like perverse and inappropriate. Yeah. And also he also writes in his book about how he was going to call a strike, like a missile strike on his dad. What? But then didn't do it. And it's like, this guy's mentally unhinged. Like that, and then talking about being on cocaine. So I'm like, why isn't there an investigation now for his military titles that he got for being in this, like serving? Like, why aren't we, you know, why is that not being questioned? Absolutely. You know, I mean, I feel like the loss of life is a, undeniable part of war that most soldiers ideally try to avoid when possible but like yeah bringing that to the public audience that doesn't understand the context and like the protocols it just feels incredibly insensitive and grotesque yeah yeah so um apparently charles wants them to come to the coronation hearing megan um public opinion does not want them to go uh but there are rumors that he has been asked by cbs to commentary over the coronation and that's just been such a strange request it is weird um and also he did like a subtle threat to them saying hey um i have 800 more pages about you guys pretty much threatening them saying hey me and megan want a public apology apologize publicly saying how wrong you were all of not protecting Megan from the press and how you guys are in the wrong and so stuff they're like that. So going to try to use the coronation to make it about them? Yeah, because apparently his book is supposed to come out right around then. Oh. Part two, Spare. And everyone's like, this, this book didn't help your image. It's kind of ruined it because it's not being talked about anymore. It was talked about for a good couple of weeks but then it just fell off so i guess if he goes to the coronation he can just start unloading all of the unsold copies of his book to the general public because well there's no one's buying it anymore there's tons in the bookstores i've seen pictures and they really want you to buy them everyone (laughs) so i wonder how many are in the used bookstores now wow that's the crazy point a lot of lot of trees that fell for spare. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yep. Oh well, but um, let's move on to Pamela Anderson. Pam, hi Pam, Pam. if you're listening. It's Pamela Anderson. Uh, she has a new book out. Have not read it. Uh, she has a documentary out that her son uh, produced. And I'm hearing good things about. Um, she talks about how um, she went to the Playboy Mansion with her boys for Easter. And her son came up to her when they were leaving to get in the car and went, Mom, do you know what Hef does? He takes pictures of girls naked. <laughs> And her and she's like, "Ew, let's get in the car and get out of here." <laughs> I think she played along with it, so that was a cute little story. 
Um, she kind of goes into her childhood and stuff, I've heard, and uh, goes into Tommy saying he is the love of her life because he gave her her two boys. But she so doesn't. I was, I was actually just going to ask. So her children are the two boys, and roughly how old are they now? Do we know? I think they're both in their 20s. Okay. Like early, mid 20s. So, and one of them got into a fight with Tommy. Oh. Like a few years ago. And Pam was like, no, I'm choosing my son. <laughs> but yeah. As I'm wrapping up my Hulu subscription, um, we have been watching um, the Pam and Tommy's. And and she's talked about that. They've asked her about that in interviews. And she says people were kind of shielding her from it. Like she never saw the trailer. She's, she has not watched the show. She was never asked to be a part of it. That's the most unusual part that Drew and I were talking about. It's just that like, who is telling this story if they never had her consent or input? I mean, they try to include a lot of like, personal interactions and personal anecdotes so it's like is all of that just fabricated i don't she says a lot of it isn't you know such a mystery to me yeah it's yeah she says she she has no plans on watching it and doesn't want to watch it and says if she was going to do a a movie about her life she would have it wouldn't be like how it's done no it's kind of done you know I think the first couple episodes, um, there's especially a couple scenes with Tommy. Those of you who have seen it know what I'm referring to that are just especially like tacky and distasteful um, about him and his private parts and whatnot. Um, But I think what has been really captivating for me for the last couple episodes is just the legal ramifications of this tape that was stolen being released and Mm -hmm. royalties and copies of that and public, you know, use. And it's just an interesting phenomenon that happened in a unique place in our culture where like people were not used to using the internet, um, which feels like a long time ago for some of us. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, what else? Oh, she's going to have a show. I don't know when it's premiering. I just saw like a little clip of it on HGTV where she oh. does like operations. So, okay. yeah. And Interesting. Yeah. Oh, and she kind of put out saying she feels she's going to feel bad for Tommy's new wife because of how she's talking about him. Mm. And so the wife is kind of being a little bitter right now <laughs> on her TikTok. I forget her name, but like she posted something saying like no one's going to care. I think like no one, no one's going to care when you die and she put like in I think that's the sound. I'm not 100 I not it was screen recorded and someone played it with them talking. So the audio was way off and it said Pam Anderson. Oh, wow. And yeah, it, it was, it's, it's nuts. I don't know. I mean, but, I wouldn't want to be the woman that comes after 
Pam Anderson. Yeah, and Pam Pam Anderson wasn't being like, I'm the end-all be-all wife. She was like, I would hate to be her hearing his ex-wife talk about him in, you know, in the way that she's talking about him, you know? Gotcha. About their relationship, like, in the past. Like, that's what she was kind of meaning. She wasn't being, like, rude or whatever. She was being, like, I generally feel for her. Right. So, and the wife's being extremely petty. Liz, what um, what participation do we know has Pam had with the Netflix documentary? So, um, is, is she working with her son, or is he kind son, of in the lead? Son control. Okay. Of it, so she just did it. He he has more control, and she was just like, okay. Like I think she gave her input, but I think her son took held held the reins. Gotcha. And stuff, so. And then there was also a recent publication, was it in People, that she gave an interview? Yes. And I think it was just about about the book, about her life, how she's loving her husband, and where she is now, and where she was somewhat years ago. And, you know, I have to say, I don't know very much about her latest husband. Is he someone in Hollywood or music? He's a contractor. Okay. I think that's what she said he is. And so that's all the Pam news I have. <laughs> I mean, that kind of makes sense. I feel like um, there was lots of talk about her settling down with, you know, quote, the good guy, the accountant, and instead yeah. went in completely the opposite direction with yeah. Annie Lee. So. Yeah, I think she talks about their relationship and talks about, like, her other relationships with other people and stuff too is this pam's first book because as far as i am aware yeah yes okay. yeah this is her first book this is her telling her story not someone telling her story yeah so mm. can't wait i know all right now let's get to miss britney spears who has had a rocky start to the new year um britney posted on instagram uh uh, 9-11 for, the Porsche, right? Thank you. <laughs> Porsche 9-11. And wrote something and then fans thought she was saying call 911 in like a because of the car. And so three people went on TikTok Live and called the dispatcher here in California and asked for a wellness check mm-hmm. and they posted the video and the girl was asking if she can find out about you know how did it go is she okay and the person was like no you can't you're not family pretty much right. all and, confidential yeah they were talking all big when they were on hold saying if this woman lies to you this video is going to go viral and I'm like, that's, no, no, that's not good. And then the cops came and Brittany uh, said it was scary. And they left and they said Brittany was okay. And I Brittany. Mean, it's such a sensitive issue to have the authorities show up at your house after years of being victimized. Yes. And it was all because Brittany 
turned off her Instagram. This was, that was all was about Brittany turning off her Instagram. So she posted the Porsche 911 off her Instagram. Turned off, yeah. And she does that, she does this from time to time. And it's just crazy. And then she posted a statement pretty much saying, hey, quit, just pretty much calling out her fans saying, this is not cool, this is not great, please stop. And then she decided, I'm going to call some people out today. (laughs) So Brittany shared a story and she called out actress turned activist uh, Alyssa Milano for her tweet in December, which said, can someone please check on Brittany? Mm. And Brittany responded under the post. It was on her story on Instagram. So it goes away after 24 hours. Sorry, everybody. Um, By saying, it saddens me to see things about me from people who don't know me. This is definitely feels like a form of bullying. Ladies, we are supposed to be rooting for one another, not pulling one another down. And that was her mic drop moment. Like, bye. A hundred percent. Yeah. Obviously, she's been reflecting on that to just have come out with that rebuttal like months later. Yeah. And she wants everyone to focus on the case that she's going against TriStar and uh, her dad. Okay. Because she's suing them for money because they took a crap ton of money from her. And no one knows where it is. Wow. And so everyone's like, can we focus on that? Like, that's more important than what's going on with Brittany. Because she's, she's going through trauma. She's in therapy. Uh, she's doing horse therapy. Um, and stuff did, like that. So she, she's did, Brittany, did she release any kind of statement about the Porsche 911 post? Or like... Did she kind of take any personal accountability of like how that could be misconstrued? I definitely feel like the fans took that too far. Yeah. She does have a history of these like cryptic Instagram posts. From the conservatorship. So, and someone I watch, she talks and says, we can't keep reading into her Instagram, you know, now that she's free, let her be free. Let her post what she wants to post. If she wants to post a Porsche 911, and write something under it, let her do it, you know? And so, I don't know. Um, And she just needs to get stuff out, pretty much. And her her way of venting, and it's not coherent, and that's what people are kind of saying, that she's not coherent in her posting. And people are like, she's been trapped, and she's finally finding her voice. So let her find her voice, and then she'll start doing stuff more better i also just think that like as much as her fans adore her we also have to trust that she's in a much better place with much better resources and much more control and more people being in her life without restriction and those are the people that can notify the authorities if they think that there is a reason for a wellness checker concern. Like we don't need a stranger who's also trying to put themselves in the spotlight. Like why was that being recorded? Like if you care about Brittany, 
and you want to like put that message out to like the powers that be a I think that's too far but b it's like why are you recording yourself doing it like why are you trying to get that limelight because they they want to be the first ones to be like see we told you we told you and people are listening to Perez Hilton who bullied Britney throughout her entire like when she was going through her like her breakdown yep and they're listening to him over listening to her so people are everyone's like you're listening to that person okay fine then you're not really here for Britney because he's not yeah it's it's this it's really crazy and it's gotten kind of nuts since she got free the the free Britney movement so even like one of the people who like was like head who's like head of it is like she's fine you guys need to quit doing conspiracy theories sure yeah like we're so grateful we get to retire these roles and move on to yeah another area where we can support someone who yeah yeah let's hold those people who need to be held accountable accountable not her so yeah i just i hope she just she needs to do a sit-down interview at some point when she's ready because i think this is that's the only way it'll stop I agree. I think there's so many of us that still have questions and still just want to like put our mind at ease that she is getting the support and the help that she needs and we can like be a little less vigilant. Um, Mind you again, I think that was kind of an extreme case that they took it to but like, I think we all are just so eager to hear from her in a longer format that like when we just get these like little like breadcrumbs we just really come to the wrong conclusions and just run with it yeah and that's just the harshest part of the whole thing so i'm just watching her go through it i want i just want her to be happy that's all i want and if she's happy if she's happy posting her spinning around in her house doing a little fashion show then let her be happy <laughs> did she call out other celebrities or did she just go after Alyssa milano uh, she just went after melissa milano because she so i just i wonder if like she followed i don't know maybe she just like saw the tweet or someone showed it to her and she was just like i'm done like i'm done like i don't think she meant like she meant to call it melissa milano but i think she was like i'm done with other celebrities or other people saying hey you're not okay so yeah it was a pretty thoughtless um was it originally on twitter or instagram but it was a twitter was a pretty like twitter. thoughtless just one sentence like little quip you know where it's like if you're worried about britney as a fellow celebrity and someone who has also struggled with their being a woman in the industry like making a little quippy remark on twitter again it's just it's just in bad taste you guys oh it is completely in bad taste so if you want to love britney listen to her stuff watch her music videos watch her perform and let her live let her get her thing out and stuff like that and let's just hope she wins her legal battles that she has against her dad and everyone else and give her some time to time and space to heal as well yes yeah that is what she needs and send her positive vibes not negative vibes (laughs) 
Because that's what she... And then we're just also waiting for that visual album. Yes. I, I just, I need her to, like, she needs, when she feels up to it, she needs to work with Beyonce on that, on this visual album. She needs to do her lemonade version where she goes into her parents, doesn't, but like an amazing song and it just blows people's minds and she doesn't have to tour it. Britney Spears. <laughs> She's done enough. <laughs> we are so ready. You know, I feel like back in the day, I used to see more like book releases tied with like album releases. And I wouldn't mind someone returning to that format. She could just give us a new book and maybe like in the front page is like a little CD. Yeah. A little promo. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Um <laughs> In tragic news, um, Lisa Marie Presley passed away. Um, so young. So young, over a heart attack. Um, it's the same way her dad died. Um, they, she's going to, she's buried at Graceland. She's buried at a different spot than uh, her dad and her two grandparents. She's buried with her son, and they had a memorial. And now, which always happens when someone dies, there's a fight over the will. Um, uh, Lisa Marie has three daughters. She has um, a daughter who's around my age and two twin daughters that she had later. Um, Priscilla is now pushing to be head of the estate again when she sat down to give it to Lisa. And the person, also, I forget his name, um, he, Lisa Marie sued him for mismanaging her finances. Oh, wow. And she wants to bring him back. And Lisa Marie changed her thing in 2016, and Priscilla is saying that is not her signature because it's, her name is spelled wrong. What? It, that doesn't look like her signature. So that that is the argument they're having, and people are like, "Why isn't it her daughter?" You know, her wow. daughter legal, and she doesn't want um, Lisa's ex husband to have control over it for the twins. And I'm just like, okay. So I'm. I think Priscilla was okay with Lisa being in charge because Priscilla could have her claws in it. You know, because Lisa Marie's her daughter. But now that her granddaughter is going to have it, her father, she's worried that someone else is going to have more of an influence than her. And so, which and doesn't... Who, who is inviting back the, like, financial Scylla. planner or manager? Oh, okay. Scylla ah. is. So I don't know if they're banging, if they're together or something like that. I don't know. Um but it's it's in, it's insane, and I hope um, it's 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 going to turn into a legal fight um, at some point, and it's kind of dumb that and it happened so quickly after the memorial to of sure. Lisa Marie. It's it's crazy. So 
Do we know anything about the nature of the cardiac event or the heart attack? No. Nope. Or are they they're just gonna kinda like hopefully give that family some privacy and there, respect and leave it at that? Someone is gonna drop it. I think if this court case happens and they don't settle in some form to make Priscilla happy for herself. Um I think someone's gonna drop how she died. If Priscilla wins, how Lisa Marie died is gonna come out. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. That's my messy and stuff. Yeah. So maybe uh, I think her daughter's name is Riley. Uh, can kind of stop this. Maybe talk to Priscilla and just go, "Hey, let me take over. Let me get a team together and figure it out." You know, and for Priscilla to be involved in some capacity. So. You know, it's so interesting because I, I've definitely like, I feel like Priscilla is a household name, but like, I feel like I've never really. Uh, Lisa has kind of raised the twins like out of the limelight. Mm-hmm. That's what she's done with, with, with her two older children as well. And so it's kind of giving them a normal life and letting them make their own mistakes and not have the public eye on them. Pretty much. That's what she was trying to do. Yeah. I feel like my heart really goes out to that family. That's such a young age to lose a mother. Yeah. And she was a grandma too. Uh, Her daughter had just given birth to a baby. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, so... Wow. Well, so have you watched, have you finished season two of Only Murders? I did. Yes. It got so incredibly good. Glowing reviews, five stars. It's just the best. <laughs> what did you think of, of the card game that they play with Martin Short and them at the party? like a fun little flashback for sure yeah yeah me and uh rondy were going blackout (laughs) (laughs) yeah and the glitter bomb scene the glitter bomb by far for any of us that have worked in visual art creative fields we we've encountered glitter it truly never completely goes away and no. I just I loved that that was his theatrical tactic. Yes, and, and I love how like it's happening when they're talking and they're not paying right. attention. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I like the episode where um, uh, Selena Gomez and the son of the guy that does has the restaurant. Oh yeah, Theo. Theo, thank you. Their their whole thing. I was like, oh, they make they kind of make a cute couple. I wouldn't mind. I know. I think when that whole episode came out, we're kind of like, are we going to have more time with just these two? I know. I'm just, I'm hoping. But yeah. And uh, I, I mean, we've, we've discussed this briefly, but I don't know that I felt like there was a lot of benefit to meeting Lucy for some reason. I didn't either. I, I don't know if I just didn't connect with the character or the actor, but it was just, it felt a little like, just kind of like an afterthought almost. Like yeah, it just, like, 
to me, it would have been better if they kept her off screen for a while, you know? Like, get, like, bring her in when they need to bring her in. Like, have the audience crave to meet her. And I wasn't craving to meet her. No, that's really well put because I feel like we're curious about her, but I'm not like dying to meet her because it's, you know, it's just like not to give preferential treatment to like a biological daughter or anything, but like we just kind of got the implication that like it was a little bit more of like a peripheral relationship. And I think that the whole omelet thing was like piquing our curiosity. But again, like I wasn't just dying to meet her and there were so many new characters and like parts of the story introduced I just yeah for some reason um just didn't didn't need her yeah it was yeah there was just it was just too much was going on and I don't it was like she ran away from her mom and now it's like oh now we have to get into that whole backstory next season and I don't want that just keep the core three the same give me Meryl just do it. <laughs> I like. I mean, I did kind of think it was like a fun little return um, for Steve Martin to visit uh, the murderer in prison, who I will forever think of yes. as Jan because I'm an Office fan. I don't remember <laughs> her name in this in this series. Um, yeah, no, it's fine. But yeah, I, 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 I felt I, like I once I saw that. her, I was just like, oh yes, like I've almost missed her as a character. Um, yeah. Yeah, like I think they just should have kept it like that. Just like keep the core three, bring in these other characters. I just have to say, Martin Short is my favorite character out of the whole show. He's so good. He he's playing this role completely. He's playing it like how, like you know, it's Martin Short's performance, but he's playing it like differently. And I just love the storyline with the son and him and just that whole thing about how far he was like willing to go for the son because how much he loves them yeah oh you mean him him being greekish <laughs> yeah greekish yeah <laughs> i love it oh my yeah. gosh and the oh my god the dips when he takes all the dips like the dips that are about to expire up the stairs <laughs> yes <laughs> like a couple of sweet little moments to kind of getting to know um more of the neighbors in the building and like having a little insight on some of like maybe their like love interests like I felt like that was all like character development without us being forced to spend too much time you know it's like I don't know I I think the Amy Schumer replacement for Sting is kind of interesting like I was I wonder who else could have been in that role in that like kind of penthouse like I'm your new neighbor um that could have had like a yeah. better impact I, yeah I just I hope they don't do it again for yeah. me just like it was okay with staying keep it at that but I do enjoy I like the episode where um oh my gosh the lady that gets murdered Bonnie let's see her name is she owned the oh, building bunny, bunny. Bunny, thank you. Yeah, I liked that story because we kind of got to know her a little better. Definitely, yes. Where we follow her to the cafe and kind of get to know her like routine a little more. Yeah, and how she like went to them to like celebrate, and they didn't shut the door. (laughs) And then they were like, "Oh my god!" They hear her crying, and they're like, "Oh my god." 
yeah it's it's a good it's a good season you can kind of tell it's the sophomore season where there are good episodes and there are things that they need to rework and stuff so I won't give away any spoilers for anyone that's um coming to that season late like I did but I thought there were just really some refreshing twists and turns with the conclusion and I was so convinced we were on one track and then we just pivoted and I was like you know like literal like hands up to my face just like a home alone expression like oh my gosh (laughs) yeah it's it's just a delight it's just it feels fresh it feels new it's just such a great watch yes and if you watch you need to watch season one because they do a massive big callback in season two back to season one so Uh I 100% agree Liz uh, knows that I tried to just jump into season two after having quite a bit of time passed from season one and I was just like wait what and so I just went ahead and went back to season one and then went to season two and I, I definitely agree that's the way to do it Yes, what do you rate it? How many dips do you rate it? (laughs) Oh, I mean, I do love a dip. Yeah. I, it's got my full vote. I mean, it has an amazing cast. Um, Again, the new content I've been seeking so much. I just think it's all star. I give it 10 out of 10 dips. That's good. No double dips in that either. Just all fresh dips. All right. Well, thank you all for listening to today's episode. If you would like, you can follow us on Instagram at it's the Elizabeth podcast. And And tell us your favorite character from only murders in the building. If you're watching, we've got a post up there about who's your favorite. Mine of course is the dips, but we're interested (laughs) to hear from you. Yes. Yes. So thank you so much for listening. Have a great day and have an ice white chocolate mocha. All right. Bye, Liz. Bye.